The following KQED production was produced in high definition. Yes, check please, people. It's all about licking your plate. The food was just fabulous. I should be in psychoanalysis for the amount of money I spend in restaurants. I had a horrible experience. I don't even think we were at the same restaurant. And everybody, I'm sure, saved room for those desserts. You better. I'm Leslie Sabraco. Welcome to Check Please Bay Area, the show where regular Bay Area residents review and talk about their favorite restaurants. Now we have three guests and each one recommends one of their favorite spots and we send the other two to go check them out and see what they think. If you missed a show, you can visit the website to watch past episodes, download them via podcast, or you can catch them on demand. This week, Director of Public Relations, Mark Rhodes, loves his Nuevo Latino American-inspired restaurant. He can't say enough about the lush, rich food served in a casual atmosphere. It's the place to take friends and family anytime. And musician Karen Suhu suggests that you forget the American habit of eating and running and prepare for a relaxed dining experience at her French-inspired pick. It's a special place with harmonies of flavors, ambiance, and service. But first, producer Stu Smith has found a true family restaurant with an abundance of love and fresh ingredients, where quality preparations are celebrated with creativity and care. It's on Pine Street at Polk in San Francisco, and it's called The Grub Steak. So the Grub Steak, it's an old streetcar, and uh, it originated um, on Mason. When it was on Mason Street, there was a movie that was uh, shot there with Humphrey Bogart in it. So that was pretty interesting. Then it was moved on to Pine Street, and it's been here for four years now. We serve Portuguese and American cuisine, all types of food, from breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, uh, appetizers, and the most popular later on, a lot of people have steak and eggs, pork chops, burgers, and a lot of breakfast. Ooh la la! The grub steak has a wide range of customs here, from taxi drivers to people that work in the restaurants and people from clubs all over the city. The, a lot of people have been coming for over 10 years, over and over. They know exactly what they want, they walk into the door. Everybody will meet here at the, at the grub steak, and this is like a family sometimes. And we open every day until 4 in the morning, so you can come anytime you want. We'll serve Portuguese and American food. Ciao, bye. <laughs> All right, this is a diner stew, but it's, it's really a, a historic place, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's, uh, it's an old streetcar, and uh, it was a 24-hour diner that served breakfast 24 hours a day and a lot of other stuff. And then about 18 or 20 years ago, uh, a Portuguese couple bought it and they put on a Portuguese menu on one side and American standards on the other. So and you got breakfast and you got linguiça. You got <laughs> breakfast all the time for, until 4 a.m. every day and uh, linguiça, yeah, big, they sell a lot <laughs> of linguiça. They sell it with pasta, they sell it in right, sandwiches, sure. they sell it in soup, they sell it any way they can. That's right. And right, the streetcar dates back to 1927, I think. Yes, yeah. yeah the real yeah. car. All right, what was your experience at the Grub Steak? I'll start with you, Mark. 
Well, my experience was pretty good. We actually went there on a Tuesday night and um, at seven and left around nine and it was packed. I mean, it was, so that was really impressive. Um, but um, a really diverse crowd. I mean, there was more of a kind of a, like a hot, sexy senior citizen kind of <laughs> crowd going on there. Oh, 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 a reflection on me. I don't yeah. like that. No, no, no. no. I'm about two years you older. Know what? Right? No, think, no, no, no. Right? Just hold on to the hot and sexy. Hold oh, on like to the hot like and sexy. But they were laughing. It just kind of reminded me like your grandparents when they everybody's just out having fun and just laughing <laughs> and talking. And so, you know, that was, I think it's definitely a place to people watch. Yeah. Especially at 2 a.m. I'm so glad well, you guys didn't make us go then, because I was like, that's probably the key. I'm because like, that's what it is. Because that's what it is. that whole crowd, <laughs> because they're out, there all the time. Right. When you're out <laughs> drinking and then you want to, you want a burger, a cheeseburger, that's the spot to go, right? Definitely. Uh, definitely. Because it is open actually, I think, till 4 a.m. Till 4 a.m. Till 4 a.m. Seven days a week. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, I liked it. I just was afraid, and I don't have to say this. I want to say this in a very complimentary way, but um, I said to a friend of mine, I said, you know, at 2 a.m. this food's good. So, but I mean that in a very good way. You know, I don't mean that like, uh, are you saying you got to get drunk first? No, I'm not saying that. But um, it must have been something to see in the 70s and the 80s and, right. you know, when everybody right. was out around that area. It must have been something really special, so. What did you have to eat? Um, okay, I, I'm a big fan of linguisa. I just love linguisa. And when I saw that, I, I was like, oh, okay, this is great. Yeah. And, um, but what was so great about it is that they gave it um, on a French roll and butter. So Ooh. two things I don't eat is I try to stay away from white bread and butter. So I just felt like, oh, this is a treat. I okay, mean, they're making me eat it. You know what I mean? I have to do my research, right? Oh, twist your so mind. I was just like, I, so I kind of had this look like, oh God, this is like heaven. So I could do this. So, yeah. yeah, you eat linguisa, but you avoid bread and butter. I love that. <laughs> All right, Karen, what about you? What did you have to eat? I had a delicious kale and potato soup. It was very good. I, I, only one thing about it is just a tad salty, but it was other than that it was really good. The fog was just rolling in. It was a Saturday night, and it was just very fitting. Um, and I had a, um, a dish with bacalao, the, the salt cod, yeah. and potatoes. It was really hearty. Had these beautiful terracotta plates and the bowl. I was just. I was loving it. And bacalao is a, yeah. is a traditional Portuguese dish. She ate dish, from yeah. the Portuguese menu exactly. on the back. Mm -hmm. I was being adventurous. Authentic. Admittedly, I wanted to eat breakfast. I'm one of the gals who I like breakfast at dinner, too, but I resisted. And, and I think I'm going to go back for breakfast and the homemade pies they had selected mm -hmm. on there. Mm -hmm. But it was fun. And what are your yeah. favorites when you go eat there, some of yeah, the dishes it, that you enjoy? I love almost everything they serve, and it's such a diverse menu. I mean, I, you know, I, I never get tired of it. We probably go about three or four times a week. And and uh, eight Three times. Three or four times a week? A week. Oh, a week, yeah. Oh, my wow. God. Do you have your own booth? Yeah, they must have name. I should, yeah. Yeah, I do know them very feel. well. Yeah. Um, and But I don't think they treat me any differently than anybody else. Oh. And the food just remains for such a broad menu, consistently great, in right. my opinion. Right. I love the food. The service there was amazing. They were so kind and friendly, mm -hmm. and I felt mm -hmm. like the owners were there. They are, yeah. Which is really important. And people love that San Francisco charm of knowing the owners, and they come out and they talk to you and they greet you, and you know, they were just wonderful to As us. As you said, a local spot where, and it sounds like you got the same treatment that you did. Yeah, and I think right. everybody does. I think it's probably the friendliest, most authentic diner in uh, in San Francisco, if not all over. I travel a lot and I go to restaurants all over, and we have some great diners here, um, but I can't think of a place that is that friendly, that is that diverse in its clientele, that cooks such good, authentic food. It's a family-run joint with families uh, with a family that loves its audience and cares about them. All right, Mark. 
Um, I would definitely go back to that. I thought it was um, it was a lot of fun. It had a lot of positive energy to it, and I think that. Um, you know, it's definitely a place where you could see taking your friends and just having a great time and enjoying it. Because like I say, I mean, it's probably better to, you know, watch reality there than watch reality <laughs> TV at home, right? You know, so, and that's what San Francisco is famous for. It's a diversity and, you know, and just watching just a mixed group of people, so. Um, and those sexy senior citizens. <laughs> hey, they were very friendly. They were polite. I All just, right, you know. Karen. I, I will definitely return to the grub steak. I thought it was a friendly joint. I met the owner there, was very friendly, welcoming. Uh, even though I'm not a San Francisco native or do I reside in San Francisco, I'm down in the peninsula, but they made me feel like a local right when I walked in there. And uh, good food, great value, so I'm, right. I'm a customer. If you would like to try the grub steak, it's on Pine at Polk in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-673-8268. It's open every day from 5 p.m. until 4 a.m. with breakfast from 10 a.m. on weekends. Reservations are recommended and the average dinner tab per person without drinks is around $20. Discover this chef's unique and eclectic menu at Mark's recommendation. With Afro-Cuban rhythms filling the air, pastel-colored walls, and simple furnishings, the mood is set for feasting on the flavors of the Cuban-inspired dishes. On mission around 20th, it's called Charenga. first opened Charanga, we had a table of German tourists who uh, asked us if this was a cooperative because they looked around and saw a lot of people working and, and chipping in and helping out. And uh, for Gabby and I, that really kind of symbolized what we were all about. We really wanted to honor a lot of the foods that we grew up with. So it's been fun to both draw on traditions and then also try new things. For instance, the bread pudding, that's kind of a uh, very similar to Costa Rica and Cuba, where my family's from. The mission totally reminds us of our roots, and, and uh, we all we wanted to share, you know, our food and, and uh, be in the right neighborhood. We feel the most comfortable. I love when I get the chance to go around the tables and talk to people and find out if they like want something extra special or or a bit different than, you know, what's on the menu. Just trying to make them happy and, and, uh, and serve them what they, what, they, what they really want and, and uh, with all my love. All right, Mark, Cuban and Costa Rican and even a little Asian sort of flair and Caribbean. I mean, let's talk about this food at Charanga. Hey, that's my life. A little bit of everything, <laughs> you know? Um, you know, I, because I'm in public relations and I go to many parties, many events, and um, tons and tons of restaurants and people always call me. I'm like the friend that, what's the hottest party or what's the hottest restaurant? And every time I send people there, I get the same, I love that place. Right. And, um, what, what's so wonderful about it? Because it is very different. I mean, it's not, it's, well, you know, it's not easy. Here's what I like about it. It's like, I don't want to oversell it because I try not to, 
But usually, a lot that's of restaurants. That's your job in PR. Oversell. Well, I try not to sell. I try to sell the truth in a good way. I just not, not BS. <laughs> just but all their dishes really are good. I mean, you know, I send people in there, and people just love it. I've gone on dates there. It's a great date place. I always right. tell people, like, if 90%, you know, the food is good, that's 90% of your dates. Everybody loves that hole in the wall with great food right. and a really low price. But at the same time, if you had a lot of money, you'd still go there. And right. Gabby yeah. is the best. Gabby, yeah. oh my God, she's so funny. I just love when she comes out to talk to me and she'll, she's gonna hate me for saying this, but she'll bring a beer and she'll turn the chair <laughs> around. And I love when all the guests look and go, Exactly. Isn't, she, isn't she the chef? Is she supposed to be cooking? You know? <laughs> but you had the same experience, and Gabriela Salas is, is one of the owners and the yes. chef from Costa Rica. Very friendly lady. Mm -hmm. Came out and uh, well, was very welcoming again, once again. My feet were tapping, the music was going on, so I was really loving it, and the food was great. And let's talk about mm. the food. Stu, what did you have at, at Charanga? I had, I can't describe it, it was a ground meat type of thing with mm -hmm. black beans, mm -hmm. uh, fried plantains. Mm -hmm. uh, it was delicious. Everything we had was delicious there. And uh, we didn't get to sit down and talk with the owner, but uh, she did wave with a beer in her hand. <laughs> but I loved it. And I, you got it with the colors, the warmth. And they talk about the older crowd. There were grandparents and great-grandparents and even a couple of young people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we like young people. <laughs> and let's talk about the dishes that you had, Karen. I started out with, I had to have the sangria. It was very refreshing. And I started out with the yuca frita. So good. And they serve it with this chipotle aioli. Oh, my God. Yes. And I, I did. I, I was just so happy. I didn't have to share it with anyone. So I was <laughs> feeling a little selfish there. Have you had that ceviche with tuna, the ahi oh, tuna? Oh, that's back. Fresh and it really gives you because a lot of our food. Here's a little secret: it's a lot of the food is comfort food, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not heavy. Right. Like you, yeah. you can go right. out and yeah. you could do stuff. And she puts a lot of food. And what I love, you did you guys see the paintings? I have a very oh. yes. famous oh, yes. artist, so Deborah Walker. She's a very I famous artist, mm -hmm. and and, it, and she painted like Cuban and Costa Rican yep. um, backgrounds. Right. So it's, and, then it's fun. and then the, the music, the music is just right. beautiful for and that. And all location. the musical instruments on the yeah. wall, yeah, perfect. No. And you love that. But yeah. but it does have Asian flair. Like that yeah. particular ahi tuna ceviche has a little has a little soy sauce and ginger and sort of Asian flair in there. What other dishes did you have? I also, for my entree, I ended up having the arroz con pollo, which mm -hmm. was just to die for. It had these beautiful elongated plantains and the black beans and the chicken was just perfect and oh, it was fabulous. One thing I really wanted to say though about the salads, you know, the salad dressing was absolutely stunning. I mean, it was just fresh citrus, fresh squeezed citrus right. with a touch of oil. And uh, she had hearts of palm, she had some, uh, it was just beautiful, mm -hmm. real beets, you know, earthen beets and mm -hmm. uh, it was delicious it was just everything I had there was great very generous portions too just like you generous feel generous portions, delicious. generous people excellent that's yeah. all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys and the loved dessert. it. Yeah, all right. Very much. Dessert. Yep. I was just getting to dessert, Karen. You you kick it off because. Well, even though I didn't think I could have another bite because I was stuffed, and um, I once I saw the dessert menu it was incredible. I I couldn't resist. I had the boudin de pan con carmelo, which was the rum raisin bread pudding. 
oh my god, three bites and I was already full. I, but it was yeah. so great, it was hard to put it down. And it was decadent. We had that <laughs> too, you have it that was too, absolutely too? delicious. Wasn't but there great? was a good menu, dessert oh, menu. Yeah. They had some fresh fruit stuff. So there was a lot of like. stuff that we wanted. Mm -hmm. What about noise level? Out. I mean, is it is it so loud that you can't hear yourself? No. Or is it? I talk so much, I can only hear me, so <laughs> I don't really have a problem with noise level. The you know? music is so, they have, whoever's making that music, there, you know, that they're they playing is wonderful. They I thought. need to put a little dance force in between you want courses. To. Some of the and, staff you know, were actually kind of dancing as they well, were. I was kind of doing the foodie dance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. that's how you work off the very <laughs> sexy the meal. place. I thought, you know, <laughs> considering the number of old people there. <laughs> You're not gonna live that down. All right, this is your restaurant. So tell people why they need to go to Charenga. Oh, I think it's like an old, uh, familiar place where you would expect to see your friends and you'd see your favorite aunt or your favorite uncle with comfort food. That actually, you know, gives you a lot of energy and a lot of pep to want to go out and even have more fun. So All right. Excellent. What about you, Karen? I think that after eating at Chiranga, I would say that if you've had a bad day, you really had a little sad face, you walk in there and after eating, tapping your toes, maybe you'll just lose that bad frame of mind and you'll eat all that great food and you'll want to come back and work your way through that extensive menu and feel like you got a great deal mm -hmm. and you had a great time and it was not even a nightclub but it feels <laughs> like it too. <laughs> they could turn up the music even more. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and what about you Stu? I agree with, with both of them. Uh, the minute I walked in the door the colors and the music uh, seduced me and then uh, the waitress was so nice. They were just great people and great, great food. All right, if you would like to try Charanga, it's on Mission at 20th in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-282-1813. It's open for dinner Tuesday through Saturday. Reservations are accepted, and the average tab per person without drinks is under $30. An unusual venue houses Karen's Pick, above a market and nestled next to a cooking school. The restaurant is modern but warm and inviting with elegant decorations that help you relax and prepare you for the menu to come. It's in San Mateo and it's called Viognier. I started cooking about nine years ago. Times were kind of tough and I needed to find some kind of employment. So a family friend suggested that I try OICW culinary class. <laughs> After that, I bounced around and eventually Scott Giambastiani here at VNA picked me up and took me under his wing and saw that I had a lot of passion for cooking. Eventually I became the sous chef. And I, then eventually I took his job as executive chef. Since our restaurant is named after a great varietal, it's very important that uh, we have a top-notch sommelier and his template represents that. He's put together a fabulous wine list that uh, is incomparable to any other restaurants I've ever been to. I'm very proud of our duck board, which is the warm charcuterie. Um, we do all our charcuterie in-house, and this one we're very proud of. Um, 
It features duck meatloaf, duck bacon, duck sausage, uh, duck confit, and also sweet foie gras. All right, this is an elegant place, Karen, but it's not pretentious, right? Hardly, hardly. It, it welcomes you in the minute you step into that door. It's kind of like the Calgon commercial, take me away, take me <laughs> away. And, and I do, you know, you, it's a bustling market down below. They had the bookstore and they had a cooking, sh a cooking class going on and it's quiet the minute it's acoustically sound. And uh, I, I believe if you work hard, you play hard, you gotta eat and enjoy life and uh, I think I found the place. And, and what do you have when you go? Well, I, admittedly I started out with the um, a charcuterie platter. Which is their specialties, very nice. house-made charcuterie. Yeah, and they had this wonderful foie gras with the uh, black truffles chopped up on top and minced on top, and it was wonderful. Oh, nothing decadent about no, that, is no. there? No, no. And I, I almost wanted to run around a little bit with all the calories, but it was fabulous. And the, and the roulette is just perfect. And also, you're going to have the pate there, so you, you can't go wrong. The pate had just a little bit of a fruit conserve on top. It was really impressive because um, the waiter came out and he was so great about explaining everything to us. Mm -hmm. And a friend of mine go, and my friend of mine goes, "Oh, what's this one?" He's like, "Oh, that's the garnish." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Okay, we have to be one of my friends." One of my, oh, one of my friends. All right. But so. it's great because it pairs well with that homemade bread basket. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. I know oh, you don't eat bread or anything, right? Well, no, I do. I ate the oh, bread. It was so bad. Did. I felt like one of those really tacky people that kept asking the guy, like, "Can we get more bread? Can we get <laughs> more bread?" We literally asked it for three times. It's the best. And what did you have, Stu? when you went I we I took the uh, the three course uh, meal and I had a, an incredibly good pumpkin soup followed by a fairly good uh, seared prawn salad seared uh, scallop and prawn salad what made it fairly good and not incredible the, it was poorly dressed it was mm. you know it was very inconsistently dressed mm. and so there was a lot of acidity in one place and none in another mm. and so it would be oily or acidic and not not well dressed. Mm -hmm. What I ordered, I liked, but as it always turns out, what my friend ordered was a lamb chop. So oh, when I had that, yeah. I was just like, oh man, isn't that just <laughs> always the <laughs> way it is? You know, <laughs> someone else's food tastes much better than yours. So I just wanted to just do this, you know, just kind of. Well, you sent your friend to the bathroom and then <laughs> did the yeah, I mean, she shared, which was good, but I, I was just like, you know, next time I know when I'm coming back down here. And I have to admit, Mark, I had those lamb chops for you and they were so good. They were, <laughs> they were heaped with lavender and different herbs on top and they were seared just perfectly. Mm -hmm. Really, very wonderful. God, I love lamb chops, but you know, one bite and you're just right. like, okay, can I get more? And you know, you can't ask for more because that's inappropriate. But you know, everybody's like, I want more. You, you could know. have ordered more. You know, they were amazing because they came out and they always do this to everybody, was that they give you like a little um, appetizer from mm -hmm. the chef. Yeah, and was was great. Yeah. Which oh. makes you just feel like yeah, a celebrity. And then they also, <laughs> dessert, they bring you extra cookies and stuff, which, you know, the little, just the little things. Mm -hmm. I mean, they really have the old school of fine dining as how they treated everybody like mm -hmm. a star, like a celebrity. You just felt, you know. They have a great wine list. Yeah, very well very known for their wine, wine list. Yes. And they have wine dinners, regular yes. wine dinners right. that are, yes. are there and quite well known for their list. And actually Viognier is the name of a grape variety from the northern Rhone region of France, from Condrieu. And uh, very famous, very esoteric, floral, wonderful mm -hmm. little white wine that's made from, from Viognier. And, and what about desserts? They have this incredible little parcel is a um, parchment of raspberries and figs and they slice them up and they bake them with a simple uh, simple syrup and a just a hint of a bay leaf in there and then on the so they you unwrap the package and they do this table side and it was just a nice presentation 
and um, they have made a lovely mousse, really light, of this yogurt, and then little almond fanciers, which were really great. You're making Cheers. me hungry. And, and talk about price because this is not this is not a you know pop there every three times a week no. or four times a week grub no, steak my, kind of my place. salad was twenty two dollars mm -hmm. uh, a la carte this was my least favorite of my opportunities to dine uh, so but you went twice yes. to Vienna yeah and we'll go back again yeah you know mm -hmm. uh, they were the service was outstanding and I, I look at it as a destination place because right. of Frager's mm -hmm. and yeah. San, I love San right. Mateo. Yeah. All right, Karen, this is your restaurant, so tell people why they should return or go to Viognier. They should go to Viognier. You should go to Viognier because we're all special, and we <laughs> deserve good food and good service. Every day special, as long as you can just reflect on what you appreciate, why not? You know, and what you appreciate and what you have in your world and your life, do it, you know? You can only go Spend on this money. planet once. Eat well. <laughs> we're right, worth I, it. Okay, Mark, how about you? Um, I would definitely go back and, um, Everything was so fresh, and she's right. I mean, you definitely deserve to treat yourself. Um, but it's it's a great place for all occasions, you know. Um, your family, your friends, it's a great date place, so I think that... Um, you have a lot of dates. I like yeah, that. Yeah, don't get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Stu, sum it up. Definitely a destination place with superior service and superior food. Uh, we had a kind of a less than perfect experience, but, but I want to go back because I know it'll be better. All right. If you would like to try Viognier, it's on East 4th Avenue in San Mateo. The telephone number is 650-685-3727. It's open for lunch and dinner every day with brunch on Sundays. Reservations are recommended, and the average tab per person without drinks is around $60. Well, I have to thank my guests on this week's show. You all were thank wonderful, even though you got out of singing for me, Karen. We featured Stu's Grub Steak in San Francisco, where everyone appreciated the earthy flavors, great opportunities to people watch, and the incredibly warm, friendly staff. Mark's Churanga in San Francisco also was universally endorsed, with Stu suggesting that the food outshone any minor detractions, and Karen loved the yuca and will return to Tapper Toes to the great rhythms. And in San Mateo, Karen's choice of Viognier met with general agreement too. Mark called the bread and butter there awesome. While preferring his friend's lamb to his own steak, he would return. And Stu's planning on visiting again. He'll be recommending it to friends with a few simple reservations. Definitely a love fest on this show. For more information on these and all the restaurants featured in the series, go to the website at kqed.org slash checkplease, where you can watch online or via podcast and comment on the blog. Now for all you wine lovers, there's the KQED Wine Club. You can find great discounts on international wines, recipes, and a lot more if you go to kqed.org slash wine club. So check it out. And don't forget to join us next time when three new guests will recommend their favorite spots right here on Check Please Bay Area. I'm Leslie Sabraco, and I'll see you then. Cheers! Cheers! Cheers. Thanks, guys. Thank you. This show is available in high definition, on demand, and via podcast. For additional information on the restaurants featured, to comment, or to apply to be on the show, go to our website at kqed.org slash checkplease.
a KQED television production.